Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Thursday, December 21st, 2023. So today we're reading from 1 Thessalonians again, chapter 5, verses 23 and 24. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit, soul, and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. So Dan Boone says today, the ethical injunctions of this 1 Thessalonians passage are followed by verses 23 and 24, which are both a prayer and an affirmation of God's power to enable us to keep the imperative commands. It's important to note that in this passage, the pronoun you is plural in these verses. I like to say, because I'm from Texas, that plural you should be y'all. We need to make a Texas Bible. Y'all. Paul is praying for the entire sanctification of the whole community while simultaneously praying for the whole spirit, soul, and body of each individual community member. I recall a time when I was speaking at a banquet. This is Dan Boone again. I was seated at the head table for the meal with the event organizers. The podium was in the middle of the head table. I mistakenly tucked the tablecloth into my pants, thinking it was my dinner napkin. Following a gracious introduction, I rose to move toward the center podium and I brought the whole tablecloth with me. As I moved, everyone moved. My actions impacted everyone at the table. We were a linked community. It's so easy for us to think of our faith in narrow, individualistic ways, but it's important for us to understand, as Paul wanted the Thessalonian church to understand, that God does not just sanctify individuals. I want to read that again. That God does not just sanctify individuals. God sanctifies individuals into a holy temple, a sacred people, a royal priesthood, a family of brothers and sisters. God is creating a people who, by the power of sanctifying grace, will be kept sound and blameless until the return of Christ. We are in this together. We march to Zion singing songs of expectant hope together. We live in exile together with our ears tuned toward the announcement of good news. We share a witness together that testifies to the world about the character of God. We wait with joy, prayer, and thanks as we cling to good instead of evil. But we are not left alone to create these communities of vibrant faith. The one who calls us to do it is faithful and will do this work among us. Waiting in Advent is the practice of being formed into a community of the sanctified who will not be hard to spot at the return of the Lord. Yeah, so this passage is a great one. It's often read as a benediction. May the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. May your, so, your spirit, soul, and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I love that last part. 
The one who calls you is faithful and he will do this. We often do think about our faith as only individualistic kind of thing, as an individualistic thing. We live in a very individualistic society, so we can have whatever we want, when we want, right now, our way. Order it on Amazon, it'll be here maybe in a day or two, right? So it's all about us. And here's the thing, we've lost in some ways the sense of community. But here's a great question for us. How could we even live out the faith without other people? How could we know what love is unless there was someone to love? How could we know what forgiveness is unless we interact with other people? So this passage, Dan Boone says, it's not about us being sanctified personally. It's about us as a community being sanctified together. And so there's this idea of how could you even know what love is unless you had someone else to love? So here's the beautiful thing. God is the one... Uh, who is able to sanctify us as a community. God is the one who's able to make a community more than just a group of people who gather around something in common. Like I play pickleball in the mornings and we gather around pickleball. People gather around football games. People gather around all kinds of different interests. But the church is this place where very different people come and they are brought together in love in forgiveness, in grace, in mercy, in compassion, and they're united in Christ. And so the only one who can do that is Christ. I often say to my congregation that when, when we know the kingdom of heaven has come to earth is when we begin to live each, with each other in love, despite our differences, despite the ways that we do not look alike, despite the things that we have that are not in common because anybody can hang out with people who have things in common but when you see people who disagree when you see people who maybe vote differently who look differently who have come from different situations living together in unity that is something only God can do and this is what is being prayed for the church uh, in Thessalonica that they would be sanctified, that they would be brought to unity, that they would be brought together. And the only person who can do that is Jesus Christ. And that's a good thing because Paul says, the one who calls them is faithful and he will do it. As we surrender to Christ, Christ does the work in our lives so that we uh, can be sanctified, so that we can be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord. And the way we'll see it is when our communities of faith begin to look like the light of the world, the city on the hill that Jesus said we should be. So today, it'd be great if you were involved in a community of faith. How else are you going to live out this faith? And it would also be great if we as communities of faith surrendered to Christ and allowed Christ then to sanctify us together, not just individually, through and through. He is the one who can do it, and he is the one, Paul says, who will do it. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes, or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.